It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clark Show. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us here today. Don't forget, every Tuesday, you can join us right here, same play. Actually, you can, fuck, it's on demand. You can join us anytime you want. You know what? Take in the podcast at your leisure. Laughter on your clock. Yeah, just head over to jlnkshow.com, and you can get every episode of this award-winning podcast. So what are we going to cover here today? Well, we're going to talk about food that's ruining your sex life. We're going to talk about... How to make the most of that threesome opportunity. We're going to talk about a... Uh, oh, well, look at this. Some people out there are getting opportunities. <clears throat> Good for them. Well, we got a police officer that's in trouble for her uh, get-the-fuck-out-of-the-way video that she made on TikTok. You know, when a cop is behind you, what, what's your reaction? Low and slow. Yeah, get the fuck out of the way. Uh, and then I, we have- I suddenly find a gas station I need to pull into. Oh, I can't believe i got to start smoking again. I guess I better pull into this gas station. Uh, and then we've got another story of what's in somebody's butt. We'll get to that at the end of the podcast. Uh, let's begin. Um, is your lady much of a squirter? Uh, come again? The debate has always been, what is it with the squirt? What's the deal with the squirt? What is it? What is it made out of? Uh, I don't know, but when you first hear about it, you're a young man, you're like, What? No, the first time you hear about it is you see it in a movie, and you, you think, oh, hey, that looks hey. like somebody kinked the hose for a while hey. and then played a trick on somebody. I think your first thought is, did, uh, <laughs> did she just piss on that guy? That's been uh, what they've been wondering for years. It, it would seem like where we are now, you know, as a, as a, as a species that we would pretty much cracked every code there is about the human body, right? It seems like by now we should have figured out, what is the squirt? Where does it come from? Well, somebody thinks they finally cracked the code. <laughs> They're like, yep, it's pee. Oh. It's not totally pee. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, who do you think the guy is who's like in scientist school at college? And he's like... He's like I, a sommelier. He's just kind of... No, but he's like, you know, oh, it's, that's P. That's definitely P. They're students. They're trying to figure out where they want to go, what the, what problems they want to solve. And he goes, I know, bro. I'm going to figure out what squirt actually is. Here we go. According to uh, new research, the clear liquid that some women produce during orgasm originates in the bladder, which means it's mostly urine. But it's not complete urine, according to the study. It, oh, it's got a little bit of a floater. It contains... Female ejaculate. What? What is? What is that, bro? If you have to ask, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> the study involved women's. <clears throat> the study involved women with squirting capabilities reaching climax, either solo or via sex with another partner. It was done in a laboratory. Oh, hey, that must have been some fucking great days around the lab. Like, all right, fire it up. In Japan. Oh. oh. The women were all in their 30s, 40s, or 50s. In order to track the fluid during orgasm, the women had a blue water-based solution injected into their bladders. Whoa. Oh, so they dyed it, so they're like, oh, there, here it comes, it's pee. The study participants would get themselves to the brink of orgasm before researchers would enter the room to catch the emissions in a cup. 
Hey, I don't know which one of the, which one of the guys' responsibility it was, but it's probably the one with the mustache. <laughs> it's, it's like, like a <laughs> weird carnival game. They're running. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like fucking. Uh, He's like, all right, here I am. Yeah, it's like Benny Hill. Researchers said the process of catching the squirt was difficult, and they found that all squirted fluids were blue. Wow. That confirms that the squirting does seem to originate from the bladder. <clears throat> the women in the study also experienced female ejaculation, which is a sensation different from the process of squirting itself. Squirting refers to the involuntarily <clears throat> the involuntary expulsion of fluid as clear as water, whereas female ejaculate is thicker, milkier substance. It's like semen. And secreted in lower quantities. <clears throat> Both of those fluids are also different from the arousal fluid, which is what lubricates the vagina naturally through intercourse. Arousal Prior to intercourse. Arousal fluid, that's where you go buy the store in those little, little uh, bottles, right? Yeah. It says women don't have a prostate, but they have a gland that is located near the urethra. This whole thing sounds very complex. It just seems like, couldn't you put somebody under a microscope and we could figure it out that way? Why this or, or collect it and then <clears throat> analyze it after that. Put somebody under a microscope. All right, let's take a gander. This is where it's coming from, and this is what it is. Uh, they believe that this, uh, this gland produces a female ejaculate, which contains... Uh, well, the female ejaculate. That's why they say researchers were unable to say... That squirt is 100% urine. <laughs> so that the two, is, the urine... Is, is this the mom's pubis? <laughs> so now it's a mix to drink at this point in time because it's the female ejaculate uh, and the pee of... all coming together. Okay. No, hey. hey, I can't wait to drop this knowledge to my buddies. Next you, time I want to make a squirter jug. Well, you know it's mostly pee, right? <laughs> the squirt is said to be a much more clear liquid than the usual yellow, yellow color of urine. Supposedly has a sweeter taste. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Dan. Uh, we, we got we have a little task of this assignment. I need you to t sample these squirts. <laughs> I have sense of I have picking up notes of Skittles. And pee. <laughs> hey, in order for them to determine taste, somebody's got to taste it, right? Well, yes. The study found no other organ uh, other than the bladder would be able to hold as much liquid as, as is released during squirting. Uh, this does not mean that women who squirt suffer from incontinence, though, as none of the women involved in the study have a history of incontinence. This is fucking nuts, man. <laughs> uh, hey, this is the fucking wildest three months that Japanese scientist lab has ever seen. <laughs> How was work today? Uh, what? I have water hey, in hey. my ear. I couldn't hear anything you said. What well, did you say? All the scientists that were working from home suddenly had to be in the office. Like, I had to be there every day this week, babe. Oh, my God. So funny. So terrible. Incontinence. Well, yeah, because you think, oh, she squirted. She must be old and peed the bed. Right. She couldn't hold it. Hey, also, this is easily the longest conversation I've had about squirting in my entire life. You could take all the conversations <laughs> I've ever had about squirting and put them together, and it would be as much as we just spent talking about squirting. <laughs> hey, 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 mostly pee. <laughs> what are the foods that are ruining your sex life? Skittles and mostly pee from yeah. the beginning. Um, I'm going to say anything heavy, anything like really like a heavy chicken parm, stuff that bogs you down. Here's what the doctors say. This is what you need to lay off of before sexy time. 
Because they used the word destroying. That's a that's a tough go. Destroying your sex life. Hey, I bet your money smoked meat and barbecues on the list. Ribs. Uh, close. Yep. Stay away from processed foods and sugar. A diet high in sugar is not so sweet for your sex life. Oh, you eat a lot of candy. Yeah, eating a lot of processed foods can trigger inflammation, which lowers the sex drive in men and women. Is there a less sexy word than inflammation? Nope. What is a processed food? I really don't know what a processed food is. Oh, uh, it's like Doritos. Oh, okay. You're eating shitty food out of a box. I'm like a hot dog. Okay. Yeah, mac and cheese. Basically all the good stuff. Buffalo wings and other deep fried food. <laughs> I think we all know that because that weighs heavy on the belly. Yeah. Oh, they also say, you know, obviously it's loaded with everything terrible for you, so it slows everything down. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't get it up last night. He ate too heavy of a dinner. He had wings again. <laughs> uh, beer and cocktails. A few drinks may get some people in the mood, but what happens once you have a few drinks? No, you want a few more. You want a few more. A uh, few more. Overdoing it with the alcohol actually de- uh, there's a decrease in sexual arousal. It makes it tougher for you to finish. You can almost feel the drink that does it to you, too. You're oh, like, you well, know, when, you're you like know when you've turned that corner. You're like, I don't give a fuck about sex right now. <laughs> hey, it's like, you have a usually, couple of drinks, you're like, yeah, we're going to get it on. You take that one drink, and you're like, I don't give a fuck about this now. Yeah, yeah usually when it's drink, it's drink number six, I'm like, ah. I'm like, I'm here to just get fucked up. Let's go. You know what I'm going to do? Two more drinks and go to bed? Yeah. Microwave popcorn. <laughs> your next one's like, maybe I'll make this one a double. <laughs> Microwave popcorn for real? Yeah, the problem with the snack is its oily coating on the inside of the microwavable popcorn bag is made from PFCs, which are hormone disrupting chemicals that can lower testosterone. Dude, I would have thought the opposite was true because it's it's like a light snack. Dude, you and I eat a bag of microwave popcorn every fucking day. And we're basically sterile. <laughs> that's why we were that's why we were so confused about squirting. We've never seen it. <laughs> Huh, who knew? Uh, fatty red meat also. You're supposed to stay away from the fatty red meat. Oh, and wait, what? Deli meat? I heard that pregnant women aren't supposed to eat deli meat. The sodium that preserves deli meat is particularly damaging to good <laughs> sex. Processed deli meats are very high in salt, and they contribute to high blood pressure. Hey, and let's, wow. be, let's be honest. If you're, if you're rolling through a couple of envelopes of Carl Budding meat, you ain't getting any good sex anyhow. No, but if you're getting the shit at the deli... You know, when you saddle yeah. up to the deli, you're like, I'm a baller today. I'll take a half pound of that shaved turkey you got back yeah. there. That's sexy as hell. All right. Hey, you just described, like, everything we eat on an almost daily basis. Yeah, that microwave popcorn is going to bother me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I may have to retire from that. Well, I mean, I'm not going to get crazy, but maybe I'll whittle it down to every couple of days. Hey. I'll have a bag of microwave popcorn. Maybe you and I will bring in some cabin corn and do it over the stove. Yeah. <laughs> How to make the most out of that threesome opportunity if it rears its head. I've heard that the one way this goes bad, like in real life, is that you get nervous. Microwave popcorn, you spend the whole time sitting on your dog. Yeah, Uh, you get nervous and you can't perform. They say, um, if you look at the data from porn researches, you'll see, uh, see that there's no surprise, threesomes uh, routinely make it into the top ten. Based on that, most of it appear, most of us appear to be interested in the threesome, right? The reality is most of us won't ever achieve that goal, whether it's fear, lack of opportunity, or just intimidated. But anything is possible, right? What were you taught as a child? Don't give up on your dreams. 
Hey, then you grow up a little bit. You're like, well, some dreams are they're just going to be dreams. So to make the most out of your threesome opportunity, should it ever arise, you don't want to fuck it up, right? They begin with apps. They say these days there's an app or every, uh, a situation for every lifestyle. That includes apps directly aimed at finding eager and willing partners for some group action. They say try it solo, you might get lucky. Joining and searching as a couple, though, obviously increases your odds dramatically. Yeah, you could be some young pervert guy. You're like, hey, I'm interested in a threesome too. I gotta find two chicks. It's probably not going to work out for you. But if you go on there with a lady, you're like, hey, we're a fun-loving couple who, you know, wants somebody else to fun-loving couple with us. Yeah, I've read on the internet a lot of women will say that uh, if you're a single woman on the dating scene, it's really hard because a lot of people that are interested in your profile are people trying to hoodwink you into like being a third. That's super fun. Yeah, which I think would be a great time, but... In person. Hey, he shows up. Oh, it's a threesome again. If you meet your prospective third party in person, being too eager will surely mess it up. Treat them like a person, not a toy. Ask them out on a prior uh, prior date before you decide to get together as a threesome. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but also, if you've never had a threesome before and you start to understand you are very close to having a threesome, I don't think I'd be able to restrain my enthusiasm. Let's go fuck. Let's go fuck. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, you know, what's his name in Animal House? Yeah. This is great. This is great. This is great. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to calm myself down. I'm like, oh, my God. I'd be like, it's it's finally fucking happening. Uh, They say, people you know, it sounds easier, but getting exes and friends involved is a recipe for disaster. That doesn't, that sounds like pretty, that sounds like the book should be written on that. You want to do a threesome? Yeah. I have an ex we could call. That's a fucking terrible idea. Yeah. So what about boundaries? Before the action starts, the ground rules need to be set. Find out everybody's fantasies, the expectations, and the fears. That's a good way to make sure everybody has the best time. Yeah, but wouldn't that conversation kind of cool the mood off? What are your fears about what's about to happen here? What are your expectations? That I'm going to finish first and everybody else is going to play for the rest of the night? I'm going to have a bag of microwave popcorn and sit on my dog? Okay, I'm going to lay at the end of the bed. Punching myself in the face, be like, I, did, I knew it. I knew I was gonna. I knew it was gonna come too early. I did it. Substances. It's a big mistake to bring an overabundance of recreational substances into the equation. Some booze, or maybe some uh, some booze, some booze, or maybe some weed will relax the situation. But taking it to excess isn't gonna work out, at least oh. for you. Yeah, if you're so stoned, you freak out or you fall asleep. But that's not good. Protection. We don't need to explain that, do we? How to make the most out of your threesome opportunity. Share the spotlight in the perfect world that would always be about you, but we don't live in that world. We. There's a we in threesome. Your best result? Everybody gets their time to be the star of the show. We all know about safe words, right? Pick them, know them, use them, live them, love them, respect them. And make sure it's something you don't use every day. I think we learned that last week, didn't we? Or two weeks ago? I think so. Positions. They're your friend. Explore them and enjoy the sensations and the views. Make the most out of your threesome opportunity. Flexibility. Oh, don't set your don't set your expectations too high. Awkwardness is going to happen. Even enjoy the awkwardness. Roll with the environment. Don't forget, it's supposed to be fun. Hey. <laughs> have you ever accidentally farted in front of two naked ladies before? <laughs> today, today could be the day. <laughs> it won't stop. <laughs> I'm trying. 
uh, aftercare, spoiler alert, saying, well, I'm done is a bad ending. Take some quality time for all three to bask in the glory of what just happened. Okay. Hey, and lay the groundwork for next time. Yeah. yeah that's, what yeah. You, that's what you're really trying to do. So this is pretty great, right? Yeah. Maybe we should do it again sometime. Or, or, or maybe like, I'll do better next time. Stupid, stupid, you did it. All right, so I, years ago on the Terrestrial Show, I don't remember what we were talking about, but somehow the conversation is you're driving down the road, you know, let's say you're on the interstate or something, and there's a cop that's going like 55 and a 65, and how traffic always backs up behind. Oh, and I yeah. said at the time, I said, I think that is a hazard. You can't do that. And you said, well, what do you do? And I said, well, I crank it up to 65 and I pass the cop. And then every cop in the tri-state the tri area texted and said, you don't ever do that. That's a bad That's a bad move. You want to just stay with the flow of traffic. Don't be that guy that passes everybody. I don't think, unless they're engaged in a traffic stop, I don't think it's ever safe to pass a police officer. Like, later, fucker. I mean, I mean, I haven't stopped doing it. I'll still do it. And probably someday I'm going to get burned. Hey, I don't like when, they, when you find out one's behind you and they creep up and then they eventually pass you and you're like, oh, shit. Well, there's a uniformed police officer who delivered a monologue on TikTok in a nutshell. She said that drivers that weren't police officers to get the fuck out of the way when a squad car is behind them, even if their lights aren't on. It's got to be super frustrating because you and I hock around in a a station vehicle that from the front, from the back, looks exactly like a cop Tahoe. Oh, yeah. But when people see us behind them, they fucking slow down to like two miles below the speed limit. So that's got to be what it's like as a cop every single day, no matter where you go. Yep. According to this cop, though, a large majority of officers, she said she and the other cops could go 90 miles an hour and you can't. And if she stays behind you long enough, she'll find a reason to pull you over. Oh, yeah. She'll run those plates like, oh, she said you might as well get the fuck out of the way. Her words, get the fuck out of the way. Hey, they suspended her. (laughs) <laughs> they found that she violated a code of conduct and was suspend, uh, suspended for the you know, equivalent of one shift or 10 hours on the job. Oh. That's almost a favor. All right. What's in this guy's butt? I didn't know chess was this competitive, but one guy decided that it's competitive enough that he needs to cheat, and when he cheats, he's got to use his butt to do it. World of competitive chess was rocked last week by allegations of cheating during a major tournament. This guy's name is Magnus. This uh, doesn't sound like something a Magnus would do. No shit. He actually made the news today because he just resigned a match after one play. I read that on, I think it was Barstool earlier today. Well, last week, um, he had to withdraw uh, from an online uh, a cup tournament claiming his opponent. Oh, this it wasn't Magnus that did it. It was his opponent. His opponent's name is Hans. Magnus says Hans was not playing... What is this, a Bruce Willis movie? Yeah. He says he wasn't playing honestly. Well, it was suggested that the use of vibrating anal beads... What? How does this help you? I make better decisions when I'm about to climax. Oh! Uh... When invested time in spending something else, that uh, basically the vibrating anal beads were inserted, right? Yeah. And when this guy would make a move, I assume it was Hans, Hans would make a move, then by the number of vibrations, it would tell him someone from the outside would know 
uh, oh, what his next move would be. So it's like Morse code, sort of. I guess. Yeah. Boy, that is taken to extreme. But, you know, whatever. So now they're suspecting that this has been a widespread cheating thing that's been going on for a very long time. That these dudes have been putting these things in their fannies. So not before you go play chess, they're like, show me your butthole. As, as if it wasn't hard enough to get girls being a chess player. Yeah. Now you find out that most chess players are sodomizing themselves with, <laughs> with toys yeah. in order to win the game. Wow. Crazy. All right, there you go. There's your podcast for the week. Thanks for checking it out. Thanks for taking the time. We learn way so more than much. we typically do. Yeah. Huh. It's not 100% P, they say. Nope. It's not 100% P. All right. Well, remember, you can stay up to date. Uh, all things JLNK. Obviously, you can find the videos, every episode of the podcast, and all the social media stuff. Just head over to JLNKshow.com. And on that note, we will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.